not wearing pants. <laughs> We are one week away from All Hallows Eve, Sawain, or Devil's Night, if you prefer. But before we get to that, we are here with the Pants Panel. It is Are We Wearing Pants, the main show from the Feeding the Monster podcast feed. I am one of your many delightful and obviously excited hosts, Mark Kamire. And uh, yeah, I like bringing us in. It makes me feel so vigorous. What say you, Jeff Saunders? Oh, I'm I'm happy to be here as always, and uh, I'm also looking forward to Halloween. I've already picked out my costume. Uh, I think this year I'm going to be a middle-aged man with no direction in life. What a stretch! Speaking of middle-aged man, John Mariano, how's it going? Oh. This is my sister, <laughs> uh, my be- wife. Go ahead. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no! Are you, are you are you sure you don't want to let him continue? With I I that, mean, but. John, you have thirty seconds. The floor is yours. <laughs> I I am so pumped. We're watching Borat two tonight, and like I am hyped up. Uh, who remembers this movie from like thirty seven years ago when it came out? We've been talking about it for so long. I'll tell you who remembers uh, our returning uh, correspondent, Thomas Risling. What's up, Thomas? Glad to have you back again. Thanks, man. John almost forgot about me. Like, I forgot about him a few weeks back. That was, I think that was the last show I was on running things. I'm pretty sure I forgot John entirely. So that's fair. I accept that. <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Thanks. It's always nice to be back. This is a, a respite from life for all of us. So it's, it's very nice to be back. It really is, especially right now. Right now, and it is just uh, the the world is on fire for about a thousand different reasons. But we're not going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, as John alluded alluded to, Borat Two it actually exists. Uh, I thought it was uh, just a joke for a long time, but nope, it's a thing. It has happened. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen did it right under our noses, and frankly, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I, when I first heard about this, I thought it was like a battery commercial. I, am I too old to get this reference? <laughs> am I too young to get this reference? <laughs> no, no. Like there was a battery commercial where they brought Bruce Willis back in to play uh, Die Hard. Like last like a week. car battery, the Die Hard car batteries. They did a whole elaborate. I know. I get what Je- what Jeff's saying. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't bring Bruce Willis in. He was just sleeping, and they just kind of prodded him to like grunt a couple of times. <laughs> they just they, walked into his trailer him and filmed him. <laughs> Oh, they, oh, make no mistake. Yes, they did. (laughs) Oh, man. We've assembled quite a list of things to talk about today. You know, the the first one John and I were talking about a few days ago. The FDM Civil War might be long behind us, but discussing our fans uh, is not. It's it's a load of fun, and we're going to bring that back as the opening segment for our shows whenever we can. We're also going to cover trick-or-treating during COVID, a UFO exposed due to melting ice in Antarctica with a little bit of help from Google Earth, uh, we're also going to look into sending some things into space. And then John and Jeff are going to debate the reboot of Smoking the Bandit before we head to break. And when we come back, the second uh, the second Borat will be awaiting us in commentary form. Guys, how do you feel about the spread we have in front of us today? I mean, there's one topic in particular that I can't believe we're just going to jump right into. Uh, I knew we were going to get to it eventually because if we didn't, I'm, Jeff was going to have a, a fit. So I'm very excited to hear what uh, uh, John and Jeff have lined up for us with that whole 
thing. You and me both. We, yeah. we, we've been talking about it, and we have a lot of disagreements. We do, we do it, which is weird, but yeah. It's not weird at all. See? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the things that popped up while I've been gone uh, mm-hmm. is, is number one fan, let's, let's be honest, Christy McGee has a very creepy like nutcracker doll in her closet that I was made aware of last time she joined us on chat. Can one of you guys like fill us in on the backstory here or is it literally just that? So 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 that's that's a bullshit description. Oh, well, yeah, I apologize right? for my bullshit description. <laughs> I, I, I know I know I know oh, it looks like here. a nutcracker doll, but I know a golem when I see a golem. I don't mean golem <laughs> from the from, from the fucking Lord of the Rings movies. I mean I mean uh, like an actual totem golem Yeah, thing, like right? built together with pieces of things. Well, yeah. So, so this is ca- carved out of wood, and there's obviously mm-hmm. a spirit that haunts Christy that hides behind the tiny door behind her. Yeah, it's like Annabelle. I was just right. gonna say, isn't that a movie? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he he doesn't look like an Annabelle. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, it's kind of the same thing, except for this one's made out of wood and it busts nuts. I mean, it could be a witch. There's a really bad pun in there, but I can't find it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mark, if if, if Christie's Nutcracker had a name, what would Christie's Nutcracker's name be? Honestly, it looks as soon as I looked into its cold dead eyes, uh, and take no offense for for this, I apologize, but it looked like a Jeffrey to me. Ooh, that's, oh, I, Jeff, I how do you, Jeff? How do you receive this? <laughs> I, ooh, I, I mean, I, I think <laughs> Uh, uh, bestie relationship in a really weird direction, but it certainly does. And now we own, we know you own at least one doll. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to say, I love that we have a show where Thomas can ask Jeff how Jeff would receive Christie's wood. And like, we just totally <laughs> walk right over that. Remember what I said about puns and me not being able to find them? At least someone else did. <laughs> How oh, could man. we walk past the wood? <laughs> so, 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 I mean, ultimately, if things start, like, you know, hovering off the floor in Christy's room or, like, shadows start walking across the ceiling, we should probably be alarmed. But until then, it's just the creepy thing in the closet? The thing is, Christy lives alone with just a tiny-ass little dog, so we don't know. We don't know the comings and goings-ons over there, and quite frankly, I fear for our friend. <laughs> John John looks either concerned or perturbed, and I'm not sure which one. I don't know. I, 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 we're talking about wood. We're talking about things comings and goings, and I'm 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 all over the place at this point. <laughs> we're talking about wood that cracks nuts. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that that whole tiny door is like a portal to a, another dark dimension. I, I I would like to nominate a name for Christie's Gollum. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let's hear it. Um. I was looking at the cold dead eyes, but I, it felt a little sexy and inviting to me, like almost like it's trying to draw you into its nutcracking lair. If you I, will. I didn't catch that, no. And, and to me, I think of people who try to draw me in with that nutcracking stare, and I think Sam Elliott. Oh, I mean, I, okay. it did have a white beard. I think did it? Did it not? I mean, the voice matches. Yeah. I've never, I've never thought of Sam Elliott like that, but okay. Okay, Jeff, Jeff, uh, you are a fan of um, Bigfoot, the man who killed Bigfoot and Hitler, 
right? Yes. I want you to think about Sam Elliott in that movie and tell me that it doesn't resemble Christie's Gollum. I can kind of see that now. Now that you lay it out that way, I, I can kind of see that, John, because, I mean, you know, Sam Elliott in that movie, he's just this old kind of wooden, scrappy uh, ex-whatever and uh, and he like supposedly killed Hitler, and and he does he does have a pretty epic fight scene with a Bigfoot, uh, which I was impressed by. Stay tuned so, for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so Sammy, so we're so we're gonna we're gonna call the uh, the creepy goblin Nutcracker doll Sammy, or just straight up okay, Sam I, Elliott. I, I I do love the cojones on. Uh, Lockdown there. I'm like, if Sam Elliott walks in the room, he's like, hey, Sammy, what's going on? No, you call that man Sam, right? That mustache earns Sam. No, look, I'll address the mustache as Mr. Elliott. There, there then, you uh, go. The man, yeah. And I'll call him Sammy. So so, so I will say, I think that Mark just nailed it. I think I think the name of the golem is Mr. Elliott. Do, do you guys uh, ever, like, get freaked out when you see Sam Elliott without a mustache? <laughs> Like I remember watching uh, Justified, and when it got to like yep. the fifth or sixth season, I it, it was like I I couldn't even pay attention to what was going on on screen. I just kept staring at his upper lip. I always just imagined that they did that kind of like coinciding with all those Dodge commercials he did. That way, his mustache didn't rub up against the pop filter like that. So 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 the first time I saw Sam Elliott without a mustache, uh-huh. it was like you, you ever seen the movies where you have like that horror flashback in in somebody's head and they flash back to an earlier scene that was like even worse yes okay so so just that except i flash back to the first time i saw a ken doll without its pants <laughs> <laughs> there were no balls no balls no balls <laughs> No that is very very good <laughs> so so here, here's a question john like if you just grew like a couple of little puffs of hair like out on your your like the furthest edges of your cheeks would that be like a reverse sam elliott <laughs> it very well could be jeff i i will, I will try that out for you I, I will try to get a couple of moles popping out of my che- cheeks maybe my dimple reverse dimples into in reverse of sam sam elliott i can't wait john's gonna be reading the ads for cyber truck <laughs> that will be a halloween to remember so if we're done with the nutcracker doll, can I just bring up the fact that I'm genuinely surprised that you guys didn't replace me with Zach Anderson? Hosting shows, calling in, A1 fan grade material. I genuinely thought I was going to come back and you guys are going to be like, no, nah, man, now nah, we're good. Look, if you want to secure your position here, then you got to get yourself a mechanical bull riding story. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I don't have one of those. Well... You know, help me to help you, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Anderson has one, and it's it's a pretty pretty dang good one. So so it, so yeah, I, I did I did have one prerequisite, right? Uh-huh. And I don't know if Mark and Jeff were made aware of this, but at least two Probably of us not. need at least two of us need to be bald. And I wasn't going to ask Jeff or Mark because they have fabulous heads of hair. Uh-huh. Zach's is kind of like meh, meh. So I had. To ask, <laughs> I had, I, I had asked Zach to uh, shave his head, and he's like, nah, nah, I'm getting married. I'm like, well, you can't be on the show then. 
So time is you back. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad to know I'm back by default. That's good. Golly, you know, we, we moved out of the, the FTM fan civil war, and this is not at all what I expected the FTM fan infinity war to be. I was going to say. <laughs> That's we're not even in the end game yet, but this is the Infinity War. <laughs> the portal theme comes on and Corey joins. Ooh. The portals open up and three foot tall nutcrackers just start falling out. I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to set Thomas up, though, on, on, on who we're covering next, because if the portals open up, uh-huh. you know the first guy coming out saying, yep. on your left. <laughs> it's going to be Taymor. <laughs> yeah, epic total like i mean we will forget all about marvel's end game like the the, the feeding the monster in game he'll pop epic. out he, he, dressed he, up to a t and all of his yes glory. he legitimately did that last week on the show mm-hmm. right like yep. we we opened it up for the fans to come on and christy came christy came on and brought gollum she brought mr elliot on mm-hmm. um but before christy came on uh, uh um the portal opens up and who comes out but Tamor from a wedding? <laughs> dressed to the nines, right? Like we were all underdressed for our own yeah. show. <laughs> Suddenly we <Right>? are. <laughs> and, and what was the most ridiculous thing? It was like nine, nine o'clock at night or 10 o'clock at night Eastern. And, and he still hadn't eaten dinner yet. And I'm still kind of offended for him. And I hope he's been fed by now. Yeah, let's hope. I I'd like to think at least, or else we might be in trouble. I was so happy, like like I thought. I thought Thomas would make me so happy by coming back, and then my best friend Tamor came back to the show, and I was so happy. I love the timing too. Where I was like, "Yeah, man, I haven't been on in ten weeks." He's like, "Yeah, I didn't know. I haven't been listening." <laughs> we gotta give him props for honesty, though. It's like he, he could have bullshit us that whole way through, and he's just like, "Nah, I've been listening." What's up? Tay, Tay could <laughs> never listen to another one of our shows and still be one of our best listeners ever. It's true. <laughs> so, aside from oh, 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 are we recording? Yes, we're recording, Jeff. Thanks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, <laughs> just, just so people know, because we are on audio okay. here. The little sign just came up on Jeff's screen that said, "Are we recording?" <laughs> well, well, well. The reason I asked that is because in Streamyard we're not recording. I don't. So use I just wanted to make sure we record. were recording somewhere. <laughs> So, so, so what, what I love and I adore about Jeff is nine times out of ten, or maybe ten times out of ten, he's not listening. But at least he's paying attention and trying to make sure the show is on the rails. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Yeah, I'm, I'm paying attention so much. Uh, we're like ten minutes in, and it's the first time I noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we are recording. <laughs> yes. But so, good looking out for us, Jeff. That's actually that was that would have been hysterical and also frustrating if we hadn't been. Wait, guys, before we move on, this mm-hmm. is a great chance for us to get some fan interaction. Fans, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. If if for, by chance we're not recording, please call in this week and let us know. Yes, yes. Uh, we could use the content. We really could. Good God. Maybe I should just quit and you should give Tamor and Zach their own show. <laughs> you guys I mean, can all produce it. What would we call that show? Uh, I, I I don't know, man. I'm bad I mean, at naming things. You I, name I, this. I mean, clearly it's we're wearing pants and they're better than yours with Tamor. 
<laughs> and Zach. How about, how about uh, uh, wearing nicer uh, pants than you? Falcon, Falcon Anderson and the Winter Taymor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I'll be stupid. down for that. I, I, tune in, I tune in for that. <laughs> Being to be followed by Christy Vision. Christy Vision. Christy Vision. McGee Vision. Yes. Vision. Her resurrecting Mr. Elliot from the closet. <laughs> Oh, yikes. Like, hey, you guys like horror podcasts? <laughs> Tune into McGee Vision. It's breathe. getting weird over there. <laughs> I can't wait for the hashtags. Oh, but, uh, oh man. But, hey, look, man, it, it is Halloween. We're getting to be that. T- it's getting to be that time. So what does that mean? It means trick-or-treating, right? I haven't trick-or-treated in probably 30 years. Um, well, not 30, but 20 at least. Uh, and uh, how do you trick-or-treat when there's a where's a freaking pandemic? How? How, I ask you. Uh, Thomas, what's going on? Oh, wow. So I started looking mm. through articles. John is celebrating. He's very proud. <laughs> I, I believe, John, with that celebration, this was a you find, correct? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I was looking up um, weird, weird ways in case my neighbors wanted food to, to, to get it to them on, on Halloween. Of course you were. <laughs> so this seems pretty on brand. This makes then. sense. Uh, well, should we watch the video? Or should we read the article? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how the video is going to play. Okay, on, okay. On, I'll, yeah. re- I'll read the article. Fair enough. Um, a, Pennsylvania, <laughs> a Pennsylvania family unveiled their secret weapon to keep trick-or-treating safe amid the COVID-19 pandemic. A treat launching candy pult. Vince Mack of York County said his family held a brainstorming session to find a way to distribute candy on Halloween while maintaining social distancing and other safety measures. Quote, we thought we could try to come up with a creative way to throw candy at kids safely. End quote. <laughs> Mack <laughs> told WPMT TV, that's terrible. Uh, with everything going on, everyone just needs to feel happy and find something to laugh at. The family then came up with the Candy Pult, a catapult designed to launch candy to trick-or-treaters. I guess we'll have to get extra candy this year, Max said. Oh, to be a fly on the wall for that brainstorming section. I'm just right. like, I just have this vision wow. of this, this neighborhood of adults going like, okay, what do we do here? <laughs> what? We could just throw the candy at the kids. Yeah, but how do we do that and make it both funny but safe? What I feel, a candy bolt. <laughs> I feel like it had to have started with a slingshot. Like they had to have started with like, you know, a t-shirt in the middle of two industrial rubber bands. And I feel like there's a montage sequence somewhere where they're trying different <laughs> things. Like, uh, you know, the uh, t-shirt launcher, yeah. they probably tried that and that proved to be uh, almost fatal. Uh, they tried a slingshot. Uh, maybe they even just like straight up just decided to throw them via <laughs> hand. <laughs> I, I don't think that's how this went down at all. I think they, they started calling in consultants. Oh. Uh, so, like, it starts with, like, Steven Spielberg, and he's, like, doing, like, the Goonies <laughs> thing where, 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 like, everything slides down and Chunk does the truffle shuffle. He's building <laughs> shit like that, right? And, like, no, no, that's just too contrived, right? So then all of a sudden, somebody knocks on the door, and, like, who is it? And he doesn't answer. And he knocks again. Yeah. And, and he doesn't answer. They open the door and he's holding a sign that says hello. It's Mr. Mr. Coyote, comma, while E. And he sits there and he has these blueprints. And he has like, he's like, like he has like rocket devices. And he has like rocket skates. And like rockets are dangerous. And like, what can we do? And he's like, catapult. And he's like, and he crosses out cat. He's like, candy. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so uh, go buy some stock in it right now. <laughs> it's gonna. They are about to explode. Yeah. I, I was kind of wondering while 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 we're looking at this. Uh, do you think after the catapult went up on on one home, do you think across the street, like they they had they came up with some like sort of a giant crossbow scorpion it's to like launch candy bars? <laughs> scorpion or trebuchet? No, Just- <laughs> no, no. I think that, honestly, what they did, Jeff. Uh-huh. Is, is they got one of those um you you bang them into into the doors to not uh-huh. kind of trigger the medieval shit um that you, you you knock the door open what am i talking about battering ram yeah battering yeah. ram so, so, so they build a battering ram being like those fuckers have candy and they knock down the door and get all the candy i kind of see like these kids running down the street kind of like indiana jones uh, in in writers of the lost ark when all of the uh booby traps are going off and like candy's just flying across just behind them candy. <laughs> you got dudes in like in a, a blowing cart, but inside it's like it's like tootsie rolls and candy. Yeah, rolls. yeah. And then he gets to you know, the, kids get to the, the kids get to the end of the street, and and uh, what's the guy's name? Jose Bay. He sit there, and he's all punctured how, and dead. How much? How much? Do you the think golden this, statue. How, how much do you think this venture cost him? Um, well, I'm That's looking. Question. Going off this picture here, cheap. <laughs> a couple of two by fours. <laughs> my, my question to you is more or less than a t-shirt cannon. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. less. Mm-hmm. Probably okay. a okay. lot oh, less. Okay, that's fair. Because I'm thinking, why don't you just put like little bags, like, like, like little bags of treats in a t-shirt can- cannon and launch them at kids' faces? I said he probably did I that. I mean, that's what I said. As like, there's probably a montage of like <laughs> trial and error sequences just- of uh, they used a t-shirt cannon, they used the slingshot, or what have you. Followed by a trial and error sequence of actual trials where they're <laughs> in trial for having uh, savagely yeah. injured a bunch of children. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But I love the just I mean the the idea that they have no shame. They want to throw the candy at <laughs> right. the kids to, to get them away. So how do we do that and make it really f- get, look, the quote, we something that uh, uh everything going on, everyone needs to just feel happy and find something to laugh at because nothing gets me laughing more than throwing shit at kids. So yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going on a heist after the show. Oh. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure no one's using the bat, batting range right now. So I'm going to get some of the soft toss softball and some, some of the hard pitch, like 95 mile an hour, a hard hardball um, pitching machines. Mm-hmm. And just test them out in my backyard to see which one launches <laughs> the candy the best to my curb. <laughs> You're like, run a post. It's like I feel like Halloween is like uh, uh, morphing from a holiday to a rite of passage. It's basically Pretty becoming much. a sack of April Fools. <laughs> I mean, this it, was a deadly Halloween indeed. <laughs> Good God! But that's 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 some exciting things. Uh, Pennsylvania uh, is never without its uh, entertainment. Sp- speaking of entertainment, the truth <laughs> is out there, you guys. Mm-hmm. Is that an actual picture? No. Yeah, that's the- Scroll down just a little bit. That's the picture from Google Earth. Whoa. Okay, hold on. Je- okay, so you. Jeff, Jeff, you got to bring us in here because this is this is totally yeah. your bag. Okay, do, so this is just something I saw. It popped up on my Facebook feed, and uh, evidently there's this area in Antarctica where some of the the ice has melted, and from images from Google Earth, it looks like there's a round object. Uh, 
crashed there into the ice and the rocks. Now, and from the picture, it looks like a friggin' UFO. Like a flying saucer, like what like, you would you you would expect a UFO to look uh-huh. like. That's yeah. And I'm I'm looking at it and yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very key sentence to support this theory. He has altered the colors of the image and proposes that there is an elevated circle on top of the structure. <laughs> I assure you what you are seeing is correct. <laughs> Just ignore the Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you've watched enough of the Bigfoot videos that are on YouTube, you know that you have to do some processing and put it through some filters to actually see the Bigfoots a lot of the times. Look, I know that if I'm going to dare post a selfie on my Instagram, I got to put it through some filters. Otherwise, I'm not going to look pretty. Otherwise, <laughs> your flying saucer won't be showing. No, Thomas, can you click here where it says here so we can see the picture? Yeah, right here. Yeah, where it says here. Yeah, yeah. Here. <laughs> oh, right here? Oh, that's Google oh, Earth. Oh, oh, we're yeah. going into Google Earth. <laughs> this <are>. just fuck. <laughs> I don't fucking I, care. I feel so high right now just watching watching the screen change. Wait till you You're see not it. Low. Wait till you see it. So we're zooming if people. We are zooming in. Um it looks it looks um like rocks. This just looks like a deposit of melting ice. Yeah, it looks like a pool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, can we get all the way in there? Like, 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 I think, like, like the bubble view. You've got to use your imagination a little bit, guys. Um, what did you I say? Mean, well, I have been watching X Files lately, so <laughs> I, I, I am very disappointed by what I'm seeing. So am I. I just this looks <laughs> oh, this man. just looks like water. <laughs> so what we're seeing, folks, is a shadow that's super pixelated and could really be like if it, it looks to me like the top of Darth Vader's head while he's taking a dump. That's mm-hmm. actually a really good pull. <laughs> Mark's dying off camera. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would take a drink of my beverage right as you say that. <laughs> my my favorite part oh, here yeah. of this image of a flying saucer is the clear river of runoff water on the right hand side of uh-huh. it feeding this pond. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like just clear as <laughs> but, day. But, but, but yeah. we gotta put a filter on it. There's gotta be the filter. Yeah. Put CP be, on it. That could be a million things. Oh. Okay, okay, elaborate. Give, give, give me five really quick, Jeff, <laughs> if it's a million things. <laughs> please elaborate. One, it could be like a waste from their waste disposal unit, you know, kind of like, you know, what Cousin Eddie was dumping into Clark's uh, drain. No it boy. could be uh, it could be runoff water, but from the craft out, right? And we know that the ice is melting, right? To like, expose like a, this thing. Like a, like the ship's coolant leak. It's like yeah. anti-gravity coolant, so it's flowing uphill. <laughs> you, you, like you, radiators you, on the fritz. I just want to be clear. You have a million choices. I asked for five, and one of them is it's water running the, in the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah, from the ship, from the ship. What I'm more perturbed is uh, all the <laughs> bare rocks that's not covered in ice because, you know, it shits melting in Antarctica because, uh, I guess global warming's a real thing. Well, because of UFOs. <laughs> Mark the delivery of that. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm just saying, and also Google Earth uh, here. This app is is pr- is blowing my mind because are you trying to tell me the world is not flat? Are you oh trying to convince me? Oh my god! Oh no, there it is. There it is. There's the ice wall. 
it's clearly flat because ah, I see, I see rectangles. Is. See this? Yeah, see this straight go. line here? That's that's not natural. This straight uh-huh. line right here that that is the ice wall. Yeah. See, that, that's what that's... separates us from from the rest of like Asgard and stuff. That's what separates us from uh, Asperg. Uh, That's what separates us from the White Walkers. They're coming for us. There you go. That's it. Jon Snow is somewhere in here. (laughs) Well, this fell apart. Let's move on to the next story. (laughs) Speaking of White Walkers, I mean, if we were ever to go back in time, I think that our motto should not be winter is coming, but 2020 is coming. I mean, if if only we had known. (laughs) I wish... I don't know why this just popped in my head. I wish we had the coordinates for our plot of land in Scotland and that we could look at it on oh. Google Earth right now. Oh, oh, oh my God. Can we work? I'll, I'll, I'll look them up for the next show and we can, yeah. we can Google Earth. On the next live show, we'll, uh, we'll do a real estate. We're having an open house of our Scottish property. We're going to do that we, on the we next can see show. see how the construction's going. <laughs> Virtual open house is the way to do it. We're in a pandemic, people. This is another piece of just absolute gold, Johnny. You got to bring us into this. This was your fun. And this is amazing. So so I read the headlines, folks. I don't read the articles. But the headline for this weird news is you can hire a company to launch random things into space. Right? And I know all my life I've been wondering what kind of shit do I want to send into space? And... and what kind of shit do you want to send in the space? Uh, call, call in and let us know. <laughs> that would be fun to hear about it. Good pull. Um, in the mean, in the meantime, the article's first idea, and guys, I know you're reading it, but I want to give the fans a second to, to think. Think in your heads of what you want to launch into space, right? Got it. And some people are thinking like cars. So, Mark, what, what came into your head? Uh, that huge ass plastic island that is nothing but plastic trash just floating in the ocean that is like destroying the ocean, destroying our environment because you know plastic is very hard to get rid of if it at all. Send that shit to space. So, so, so aliens and, and and creatures from other planets. If you're listening, Mark says go fuck yourself. Take out <laughs> pollution. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's just add to the giant floating like wall of debris that basically circles our planet as it is. Yeah, can we can we send enough stuff out there so that we end up with like a ring like Saturn? So, so pretty much it already exists. The first thing they're they're suggesting to throw into space, which I don't get at all because my kids love them. Uh huh. Chicken nuggets. Well, there's there's a fundamental issue here because you don't actually believe that chicken nuggets like are necessarily a thing, right? Or no, it's boneless chicken wings. So are you okay with this? What? What? what chicken nuggets? I'm yeah. fine with the chicken nuggets exist. Despite the, the whole debate? He, no, he's fine if you acknowledge that boneless wings are not wings. They gotcha. are, in fact, chicken nuggets. Gotcha. Right. Um, okay. Right. So, so take all that shit that Zach Anderson likes and launch into space. So, John, <laughs> John, why, why are you thinking about launching boneless wings into space? No, I'm not. The article is suggesting you use, and you should go fuck yourself, Thomas. Zach Anderson, shave your head so we can replace Thomas already. <laughs> In fairness, he's got a couple more years of balding to catch up with me, man. So, so, oh boy, you hear that, Zach? Good luck. Challenge, challenge sent. <laughs> Who can bald faster? I'm just gonna say, there's some social commentary here. Oh, mm-hmm. some of these chicken nuggets probably um, identify themselves as hot wings, and we should accept them like that. 
and not hate on them. So, so to, to, to piggyback on Jeff, I transposed two words in reading this and got very concerned because I read one of the quotes as what better way to show our products are out of this world than by sending one of our favorite customers into space. And I transposed customer favorites into favorite customers into in favorite that line. <laughs> you I, I kind of think that makes it better, John. It's much more interesting to discuss. Someone's like, so you, did you ever hear what Hunter S. Thompson wanted done to his body? Let's do that with alive people. <laughs> right. It's like you go into you a go. store it, and it, you're the you're the one millionth customer, so they throw you in a rocket to space. Yeah. If if Hunter's body was not, uh, I'm assuming Hunter had his body probably cremated. But if he didn't, then exhume it and send that shit out to space. That's what he wanted. <laughs> Do it. I, I think uh, parts of Hunter and parts of uh, John Wayne and parts of Disney are, are on ice, and they're going to be cobbled together into like the perfect American. I'm just reading this Yikes. quote right here. The, <laughs> yeah, Irish Times the Irish Times said the nugget eventually fell back to Earth, traveling at over 200 miles per hour, where a parachute then deployed and guided its descent back to the ground. So hold on. In my mind, I'm picturing I'm picturing like Matthew McConaughey interstellar when he's like going into the abyss no. at the end and it's just flying red no. past him and the chicken nuggets just uh, white knuckle with all, it. Thomas, time out. <laughs> Do you remember when McDonald's used to have like the the puppet um, versions of their food? Oh my God, yes. Remember, remember the little baby chicken nuggets? Yes. Oh well, yes. God. Well, those baby chicken nuggets would be probably about forty or fifty years old now. There you go. And some grays. Yeah. Yep. So imagine, imagine like a, an old, like jacked up chicken nugget, like flying through the air, going. The John Glenn of chicken nuggets. <laughs> John Glenn Nugget. There you go. So y'all know how like uh, years ago, like NASA sent out the Voyager probes, yeah. right? And they put like, uh, you know, information about Earth and, and human civilization on it. So Golden that if life out there found it, you know, they would know what they were yeah. in store for. All right. What if the aliens find a bunch of chicken nuggets before they get here? <laughs> and they think that's... <laughs> you, you, you we oh, no, come no, you know what in that means? Peace. Do you remember signs? When they yeah. when they came here for all our water? Yeah, yeah. They're going to come here and want all our sweet and sour sauce. Oh, they didn't want man. our water. Our, our water killed them. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, was I, I thought they wanted yeah. the water, I don't, too. I don't do a movie trivia, no, Mark. I don't that's give a why, shit. That's why, that's why that movie ended so weakly. <laughs> it's like, oh, water? Really? That's what does it? Cool. You, I award you no points, John. Oh. Uh, and actually, I, I re having uh, re read this last little line here, um, I take back what I said. Don't send the trash out to space because this says that, remember, you have to bring it back. You can't leave it up there forever. So this company is just going to send it to space. It's going to circle or whatever, and then it's going to come back down. So, no, don't send the trash up there wait, because wait. that defeats the purpose. It's not <laughs> trash. I just thought about it, Mark. This is insane. Right? It's like vacuum sealing something, right? So mm -hmm. the question is, it probably stays fresh in space. Would you eat the space nugget? Okay, here's before you answer that, here's, oh, okay. here's another thing to consider. <laughs> so mm -hmm. 
would the chicken nugget be cooked or uncooked upon being launched into space? Because if cooked and they're trying to bring it back in the same conditions, they'd essentially have to build a little tiny like lunar module for it to come back down in. But that would defeat the purpose, Thomas, of it being um, vacuum sealed in space. So I propose you launch a raw chicken nugget into space. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And upon re-entry at 200 miles per hour, Thank you. It, cooks. it cooks. Okay. Now, yeah. Mark, please answer the question. <laughs> John literally just took my answer. So uh, so if there's anything left from that like exorbitant amount of cooking as it re-enters the atmosphere, yeah, I'll give it a bite. There's just one piece of breading left. <laughs> just one. Just one, one piece, like, oh, sizzling. Man. You're like, at least it's still hot. <laughs> So who's got the the sweet and sour sauce? Nothing <laughs> yeah. worse than cold fast food. The, the, be, the best part of this whole story is like Mark's walking down the street, and like the nugget hits him in the back of the head. He's like, "What the fuck was that?" And he looks down. And there's like the little breadcrumb. He picks it up. He's like, and he eats it. Like, <laughs> and just walks away. <laughs> is this like if one I of those? It, if I go like, wait a minute, no way. Oh, <laughs> is this right. like one of those like penny from the penny from the empire state building things though like would 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 a breadcrumb at 200 miles an hour kill a person i i would caution you of eating it though because just not just because there is a chance that it could be alien life mimicking True. the chicken nugget it found in space and you don't want to start an intergalactic war no this but is- maybe this is how i get the the venom symbiote suit Maybe this is how I was I was thinking maybe this is actually the prelude to Armageddon and that the the chicken nugget coming back down in is what actually blows the hole in the street and the dude has to rescue his dog from. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, we need you to go into space. We're going to send Bruce Willis and a bunch of oil riggers uh, (laughs) into space to get all the nuggets. You know, Greece well. The the day the earth stood still is when the nugget came back down to earth. (laughs) It knocked us out of orbit. <laughs> <laughs> it was all it was all started with that damn nugget. Good mm. God! Well, what kind of sauce do you guys like to use on your nuggets? What's your what's your sauce of pre- preference? Sweet and sour sauce. I'm a I'm a barbecue kind of guy. I mean, what nuggets are we talking about specifically here? That's a good question. Yeah, I was just thinking like like, like regular old like like chicken nuggets. We're right? talking like, like McDonald like like McNuggets. I'm gonna have to go with barbecue sauce. Right. Make yeah. nuggets, sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm barbecue as well. So so um, Mark's the lone wolf here. No, I'm fine with barbecue <laughs> sauce, but if if I have a choice, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going with, and I stand by it. <laughs> a man of principle. That's all we can ask. <laughs> okay, so the final thing we're gonna do here before we go to break. About 40 minutes in here, boys. So let's do this before we go to break. John and Jeff are going to have a bit of a debate here. Uh, They are going to debate the Smokey and the Bandit reboot. And boys, do you want to tell us why? Oh, I have no problem telling you why. I think that you do not remake a Burt Reynolds movie. Um, Burt Reynolds is like, it's like Lemmy, God, Burt Reynolds, Steve Martin, right? Like that, that's like my totem pole. Um, (laughs) I like how Lemmy and God are just up at the top. Like Mark, you should tap in with Jesus about that and see if that's accurate. Sorry. It's a trick it's a trick uh, list because Lemmy is God. Just there you go. That, John. There you go. Two for one. So yeah. so so I mean I mean I was talking to Jeff about this mm-hmm. and we we couldn't disagree more about the about this remake. 
Um, they tried to remake Longest Yard, right? And it was, it was awful. And, like and now they're going to try to remake Smokey and the Bandit. And how do you replace Jackie Gleason? You don't. He's he's he, he's an icon. Jeff, how do you? Why would you replace Jackie Gleason? Yeah, I. You know, John, I really couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, I think uh, Jackie Gleason's a national treasure, and, and you can't replace Jackie Gleason. No, no one's going to replace him. <laughs> Just like no one's going to replace Jerry Reed, and no one's going to replace the late great Burt Reynolds or the American treasure and all of our darling and really who I think we all wish our mom was Sally field. You're not going to replace any of them. Jeff, you're wrong. They've tried to replace Sally field before they've replaced her with Marissa Tomei in Spider-Man. And it was a bad call. You don't do that. You don't replace Sally field. She's a national treasure, Jeff. I can't believe you. And then Burt Reynolds mustache. How do you even put somebody with a different mustache? Like, what are you going to do? Use Chris Pratt and Chris Pratt's mustache in a Burt Reynolds movie? That's <laughs> bullshit, Jeff. They just John, pay Sam John. Elliott's mustache. Yeah, calm uh-huh. down, John. Calm, calm down, John. Burt Reynolds' mustache, that is the mustache. If there's, only, if there's another mustache close or akin to it, it would be Sam Elliott's. But even Sam Elliott's mustache is not the bandit's mustache. So I don't see how you could put that mustache on anyone else and have Smokey and the Bandit. What are you, what are you going to use a new car, Jeff? You can use a new car. You can put a new car in this. You can get a sponsor with a car, and then we're gonna have the new car be on the, on the poster for the movie. And, and I mean that's crazy, Jeff. It's an iconic car, Jeff. No, John. No, John. No. It would be stupid to have any other vehicle in this movie. You can't have you can't have Kit from Knight Rider. You can't have. Uh, uh, that uh, uh, I, you can't have Herbie the Love Bug. It has to be the Trans Am. <laughs> what about uh, 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 Tom Selleck's mustache? Uh, who's Tom Selleck? Who's Tom Selleck? His mustache was Magnum PI. His mustache left his face when he went on Friends. Mister Selleck, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, but it came back, John. Wait, Best believe it Henry, came back. Henry his Selleck? mustache is. His mustache is like the uh, the symbiote, where like they become stronger when they bond and become yep. one. Yep. Look, are you His trying to help on Jeff's friend, argument, was- Mark? Are you trying to help Jeff's argument? Are you sitting there and are you trying to tell me that Burt Reynolds shouldn't be in this movie? That's crazy, Mark. That is crazy. No, I- I think they did, definitely should dig up his rotten corpse and prop him up weekend of Bernie Styles <laughs> for this remake. Yes, I think his dead body should be the thing they transport over the state lines. Yes, I'm, yeah, I, there you go. Tom, Thomas mean, is acting it out perfectly. That's exactly right. You put some sunglasses. You give him the hat, the old hat, and some sunglasses so, that, so you don't see his like non-existent eyes. Why don't and, you just uh, put you know, on just- Smokey and the Bandit with Burt Reynolds, and you don't need a remake? Yeah. Stop agreeing with me, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not agreeing with you. I just don't see why they need Yes, to you are it. agreeing with it. <laughs> <laughs> On every fucking point. <laughs> this is, what do we call this, uh, John? Uh, uh, this, this is uh, counter point, pointer count or something like that? Po- uh, uh, <laughs> point, pointer count, yes. Yeah, count, count pointer count. That's, a, that's, that's what this is. <laughs> All right. Well, with that point, counter, point, count, point, whatever the fuck you guys were just saying, we are going to head to break. We, we got nowhere with that. We got nowhere. No. Stick I around. We, we are not remaking that movie. Mark. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. 
I mean, we are not. Somebody's I mean, gonna. I mean, you can, you can buy cores and take them from Texarkana to Atlanta now. You can, make, it's not you, a, you can buy cores in Atlanta. So you can remake that bullshit orangutan movie with Tony Danza with somebody. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'd be okay with that too. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird. I have to ask twice. Can't the time like this. I don't have any. Are you tired of getting your movie reviews from doubtful piglets and negative eels and loud tiggers and those smart ass owls? Well, if so, tune in to the Feeding the Monster podcast feed on Thursdays to listen to Corey Morissette and the power of positive geeky. <laughs> Some pants. I find it a little weird. I have to ask twice. Pants at a time like this, I don't have any. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break and getting ready to do our commentary, another FTM commentary, first one in a while, of the Borat subsequent movie film. John said I don't have to read the whole name because it's a pretty much a paragraph. <laughs> but we all know and love Borat. I mean, if you've seen the original Borat, it's been quoted for what almost 20 years when did the first one come out 2004 or six or something something like that i don't do i, I don't do movie release dates. i don't do trivia movie trivia man tell me uh yeah one of those okay <laughs> thanks for narrowing it down <laughs> i award you no points go home may god have mercy on your soul <laughs> fair enough good reference <laughs> All right, so we are. I'm just gonna get this set up here, and we are gonna dive into this, guys. What are? All right. What? We are gonna. We are. We're. We're Jesus. Are you all right? What? I, I'm sorry. I'm just getting <laughs> set up for the second half of the show. We're gonna watch Borat, but I was gonna ask you guys if you have any memories of the first one. I, I, I love that film. I'm right now. What I was thinking is while you guys do the show, I'm going to do a little blind taste test while, while we watch the movie and try to see if I can guess which flavors of these cupcakes. I, just, I, I went to 7-Eleven during the break. I'm say uh, fine American eatery. How is this related? How is this related? And I got, I got all these flavors of cupcakes and I got like, um, they're like the hostess cupcake sort of things, but some of them are like the Seven Eleven knockoffs. So I'm gonna do a blind taste test and see if I can guess the flavor of the thing I'm eating. Is it like a Borat scene that I'm forgetting where he eats hostess cupcakes from Seven Eleven? I don't know. I haven't watched the movie, but I thought <laughs> this would be a fun thing to do on the show. <laughs> Quiet. That's enough out of you. All right, I'm going to give John two seconds to put that cupcake down, and then we're going to try this again. John, put the cupcake down. All right. No, stop it. Stop it. <sighs> Good God. How many cupcakes do you have? A lot of cupcakes. So, so, so there was like a whole row of cupcakes, but it was only, it was only like eight bucks, so I bought the row. Oh, wow. I was going to say, you reached in with an arm and swiped it clean. <laughs> so, so, so now yeah, I get something to blindfold myself. Hang on. Um, oh, I'll, good. Be right I'll be right back. You guys watch the movie. I'll be right back. Movie commentaries are great with blindfolds on. That always goes. So, guys, uh, 
with uh, John gone and no longer eating Hostess cupcakes, uh, what are your guys' memories of the first Borat? Hang, hang on, hang on. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. I uh, I got a tie. I got a tie. I'm gonna wrap oh. a tie around my head so it's a blind taste test, right? <laughs> yeah, so that way, tie, so that'll work. <laughs> a blind <laughs> taste test and movie commentary. You look like the world's worst ninja. <laughs> Only. <laughs> Only on FTM. It's like Daredevil's so, trial run. <laughs> so that, so now, okay, guys, can you can you hold up your hands so that way I can try to guess? Um, the audience at home won't know, but at least you guys will know whether or not I can see or not. So let me know when your hands are up, and then I will guess um, how many fingers you're holding up. I'm gonna guess between the three of you that there are no more than. Um, six fingers out. <laughs> That's technically incorrect. I had all of my. You're, uh, you are incorrect. So okay, so, so I'm, I'm clearly blindfolded. Now I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling the flavors. You're watching me shuffle the flavors. Uh, I can't see the flavor. All right, that's enough of John. John's muted again. Guys, what are your memories of the first Borat movie? <laughs> Well, I, there was a, a guy that ran around naked in it, and that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. what you remember is the big, naked, fat guy. <laughs> John looks like he has something to say. Mark, you want to get your thought in before I unmute him? Just a giant mustache. <laughs> Fair. That's what I remember. Mm. Okay, um, and then we... <laughs> we that, am I right? Is this peanut butter and chocolate? I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, it's not I, like mm, peanut butter. <laughs> I don't. We don't know. We don't. Have the, this is really not that. going over as well as you think. Wait, wait cupcake number two. Cupcake I don't fucking two. care. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this tastes like. You almost missed on that one. <laughs> what do you, I'm what you, COVID? you don't have your taste. I'm gonna say this one tastes a little bit like air. That was an air cup. Okay. There's no flavor to it. They're Avatar: The Last Airbender themed. I I, I really feel sad for our, our listeners because they can't see what we're seeing. So so this cupcake is another cupcake. It feels the same. Oh, it smells like orange. Oh, oh, gross. Okay. Who's orange in a cupcake? Okay. You're, you're just, we're muting John again for a sec. Okay. okay. I'm going to try. We're gonna, John, stop for like three seconds. I'm going to unmute you and we're going to we're gonna try and do this commentary one last time. Guys, the orange is so bad. It's not <laughs> <laughs> Why would you put orange in a cupcake? Ever? People like fruit, John. People like fruit. It's almost like a. It's like I sucked like a lemon's ass in a cupcake. Well, it's which is it, a lemon or an orange? It was clearly an orange. But why would you do that? <laughs> Use your words. You, you don't look like you're reacting to this well, Sean. No, you, you don't. Candy. It's so gross. It was like, you, it, it was like cakey orange juice. Do, do you prefer that or the air flavored one? No. Have you ever had Tang? Yeah. I'm not an astronaut, so can, no. Can, can you picture Tang in like cake form? <laughs> had, we've had Poutang. I mean, I've had Poutang, and it doesn't taste like that. It's much sweeter I, than that. Is it taste? No, no, I, I said Poutang. Oh, 
you had Poo Tang. That's 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 freaky. I wish I had hey. that Good Morning Ladies Afro Man so, soundbite. So if I'm right, these last two cupcakes, one of them is the knockoff Seven Eleven, and then one of them is the original Hostess. Have you just given up on Borat Two altogether? What we're watching a movie? <laughs> Go ahead with They're your nuts. fucking cupcake. This is my sister. She's my wife. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Borat's a Lannister. Oh, no. You, oh, God. I'm going to try these cupcakes before you, you guys like watch the movie or whatever. Okay, we're uh, going to give you a couple the, minutes. Do the taste test as if Borat were doing the taste test. These both taste like cupcakes. <laughs> you like the same fucking thing. They look like ding-dongs. John I mean, does eat a lot of those. Ding-dongs, dude. I mean, there's a lot of chocolate in my mouth right now. Yeah, there is. I probably should have taken two bites like that. John's the but, 7-Eleven sommelier. What I will say is that the 7-Eleven knockoff cupcake mm-hmm. and the hostess cupcake, blindly, I can't tell the difference. Like, the orange fucking cupcake is gross. You should never buy the orange cupcake. And the, this birthday cake one... That tastes like air. Don't buy that one either. Peanut butter one's pretty good. But if you want to save a couple of dollars or uh, like 50 cents, buy the 7-Eleven knockoff cupcake, guys. Let it be known to the people that can't see. He he took a bite of those last two at the same time. So, you know, <laughs> him telling the difference is probably not, not very accurate. I couldn't tell the difference. They were on both sides of my mouth. I had one on one side, one on the other side. They tasted exactly the same, Mark. Welcome to the John Mariano show. I've never seen you double fist in cupcakes until now. And uh, it was something, it was a sight to behold. Well, UFOs, fisting cupcakes, and I guess not Borat too, by the sounds of things. (laughs) That that is about all we have for you today. We've drugged this on for an hour. Oh, God. (laughs) John, you would you want to tell folks where they can find you if you want them to find you anywhere, or are we just doing the link thing now? I'll 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 be watching Borat too, like we planned. I just just getting my cupcakes before we watched it. Okay, last chance. I'm gonna fire it up right now. Do you want me to? I mean, I wanted you to while I was doing my my taste test. I figured I would do that during the credits or whatever. Right? Like, everything starts with a credit. Oh. What were you waiting for? <laughs> what, are you, what are you, Rusty? I, I'm doing my wow. best. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm a professional. I'm here every week doing the show. I'm doing a bit during the show. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you just be quiet now. We're going home. Mark, where can people find you? <laughs> John's still talking. You'll find that on the Twitters and the Instagrams. <laughs> Fuck you! You're getting muted too. Uh, well, yeah, I, I was, I was good. <laughs> Jeff, where can people find you? Oh man, me, me, and my Kazakhstanian, Kazakhstanian mustache are at Jeff Saunders seventy four. You can find me at the Insane Asylum. Thank you for listening. Bye. Oh fuck.
Howdy folks, it's good old Hillbilly Scribs here and I'd like to invite you to join me every single Monday morning here on the Feeding the Monster podcast feed for my show, The Hootin' Holler. And this is about a 10 to 15 minute variety show where, you know, I do my darndest to help all of you good folks get your week started off with a smile and a chuckle. So please join us and have a glorious week.